here it is. It's, it's so sad that so many people died a copy when they could really have done so many different things to just show how original and awesome they are. But we try to replicate what we see others doing when God has given us our own authenticity to be who he set us up to be. Welcome back to the Balance Goalie Podcast for ambitious women in business and a few brave men. I'm Nikita Thigpen, your host and balance and relationship advisor, partnering with you to change the narrative so we can amplify intimacy within and across your relationships and you can have the freedom, flexibility, and confidence to thrive in work life and in love. Well, honey, here we are in the midst of it. Season 19, Love and dot, dot, dot. We are going all the way in. I know that you guys have been enjoying this ride. We are all the way up here. I've gotten so many emails, text messages, direct messages, Instagram messages, and all of the above on how overwhelmed you have been with what you've received and nuggets and pure, powerful knowledge just from the experts that we've had over the last few seasons, showing up, showing up fully and being completely transparent and authentic as they just literally share their story, how they got to where they are, how they made some boundaries and, you know, strengthened some along the way to make better and different choices so they could live a life more fully. And one that's filled with a lot more balance. I'm obviously doing it boldly, right? So I'm excited about that. Keep those messages, those emails, direct messages, all of that coming in. If you have specific questions that you want me to pull together for our next upcoming guests, make sure you email me to asknikita at thigpro.com. All of that information is below in the show notes, wherever you are in the world watching this, just scroll up and you will see that. Let's dive in. I am excited. This is a sister friend, an amazing woman, someone I have history with that I have just loved on from afar. And we don't even live that far from each other, but that's what bosses do, right? Like you're so busy, you full, you're moving, you're shaking. And sometimes you just have to, you know, catch up with people when you can catch up and it's all love. Like it's love, like when you were talking to each other every day or every week. And that's how I feel about this incredible woman, Dr. Tina Scott. She is a psychotherapist and a professional coach doing amazing things. In addition to the work that she does with companies, organizations, and individuals to eliminate stress, maximize success, and create extraordinary relationships at home, at work, and in the community, Tina is diligently, like, let me say that word again, diligently aiding her clients in deconstructing obstacles that hinder healthy living of the mind and spirit. A loving wife to a husband she's been with for over 30 years and proud mother of three awesome children. Tina is a loyal friend with full on boundaries, y'all. Don't get it twisted. Friend don't mean naive, but she is making sure that she grows her businesses, her ministry, and her clients up so they can live their best life. And I am proud to say that she is incredibly like grass-rooted, anchored in the community with, I can't even keep up now. I think she has three other businesses and communities going on, think tanks and clinicians pray and all kinds of stuff that I don't want to over-talk. I'm going to make sure she shares that with you today. She is just a boss and she's doing it. And I'm grateful to have her as another ambitious woman. Tina, welcome to Balance Bowley. How are you today? 
I'm well. I'm well. Thank you so much for having me. You're welcome. Yes, yes. I, I tell you, um, when I hear my introduction, I'm like, wow, I'll be sitting there like, who's that person? <laughs> but I am just excited and I, I, I just love helping people and I love working with our clinicians. That has been one of my huge focus now because we are so busy healing others that I just wanted to make sure that I created the space so others such as myself can find a place of healing. Yeah, no, absolutely. It's very necessary. Uh, you know, helpers need help, right? Yes, you know? most definitely we do. And I think sometimes we forget that mm -hmm. um, because we're always pouring out. We pour out to depletion sometimes and, and still don't realize that we need to be refilled. Mm, come on, you speak in my language <laughs> right there all day. Um, I have to ask you to share a little bit about some of the great things you and you have quite a few that are going on in the world between writing multiple books that you have written ones that are coming up the various yes. groups that you have like share oh. with how you're you're helping your community with all those things right now. Well, you know, a lot of people that I help are in a wounded state mm -hmm. and, and they often need tools. So I created um, three books. Right. And, and the first one was dealing with heartbreak mm. and I didn't want it to be long. So I did an adult coloring book dealing with heartbreak. And on each page, there is a tool that while you're struggling, that'll help you remind yourself that I need to reset as I go through this difficult time. So it's, 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 it's it was meant to be short. It was meant to be specific mm -hmm. and it was meant to heal because often I find that when people come to me in their wounded state, they're crying so much that they really can't see. They may want to read something, but they're like, I can't even read and look at what's in front of me because of my pain. So I was very specific about that. And it's another book um, dealing with mindfulness, um, especially in this time, right? Our, our mind is like all over the place mm -hmm. and, and we're not really centered and we're not focusing in on the here and now. The book was intended, it's another adult coloring book, it was intended to give you tools. So as you're coloring, it's allowing you to be focused on um, a, a tool for the day, which could be something like meditate, um, being able to say no. And these things seem so simple, but when we get into our hustle and bustle and we're worried about tomorrow and all these other things, we, we kind of lose sight on those yeah. things. So the whole purpose of the coloring books was to act as a tool and actually allow us to focus. So as we're doing these things that seem playful and, and, and allowing us to have some level of self-care, it's also educating us at the same time. And then the last book that I just recently um, released is called Juice Therapy. Mm. The whole purpose of that is that in order for us to have a, a mental state that's well operating well, we got to make sure we're fueling our body well. So the whole juice therapy is designed for seven days for us to drink a drink and create the drink with the, the, um, the ingredients in the book that help us to have mental power and to help us to have some mental balance, right? So that was the whole goal for creating the space of that book because I see how so often, even as a clinician, that I'm constantly running, 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 and I may be running to a fast food place. Mm -hmm. In reality, I could have a stash in my refrigerator. I can have something to drink that can actually bring me the clarity that I need to keep pushing and moving forward. So it's really designed to help with the therapy of the mind by what we introduce in our body. No, I love that. Uh, I appreciate that you are 
living the life that you teach others, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, which is very hard because we, you know, we both know a lot of pro- professional people, mm-hmm. including, you know, chefs that don't cook at home. Right. <laughs> you know, right. The, yes. right? Yes. And yes. You're, you're saying, you know, like, yes, I am a clinician. My my ethical goals, my professional goals are to make sure that I'm out here pouring into other people, helping them process their rooted dif- dysfunction, being able to do better. But I'm also showing you how to do it as well and not just telling you. And I really appreciate that you've created, you know, multiple tools, especially the adult coloring book, which I I think is something that we often lose touch with that kind of inner five-year-old, you know, like just not being able to tap into that curious, creative, playful self and be, you know, that space of and that we're talking about love and, and Mm -hmm. be able to heal from it. And, yes. and grow with it. I really think that that is amazing. What, what are the names of your books, uh, Dr. Tina? I want to make sure that we include them um, in the show notes later today sure, as well. Sure. The first one is Juice Therapy. Mm-hmm. And then The heart the Heartbreak. Um, and the other one is Mindfulness. And they're all on Amazon. Awesome. We will make yeah. sure we include those links in yeah. the show notes. So all of the listeners that you guys can get access to this for not only for yourselves, but just about anyone you know. That has been a huge um, part of my bonding over Mm -hmm. the last few months for me increasing my own oxytocin with, you know, gifts of appreciation and just serving others, asking them, how can I support them? And if they don't know, I'm literally going on Amazon and Barnes and Nobles and other places and finding tools to send them. So now I got three more. Thank you, Dr. Tina. Oh, you're welcome. You're right, because we, we sometimes we have tools and we may not need them right away, but when we need them, at least we know where we can actually get them. So it's, yeah. it's awesome. No, that is perfect. So you have uh, a very full life. And I know this from our sister friendship of years and years and years of us meeting at diners and having great conversations. And you got practices that's moving and growing and building and doing all kinds of things. Obviously, you've added a whole nother level with teletherapy to your practice. Yes. You you have your communities that you're building to continue to give help to the helpers, mm-hmm. um, not only therapeutic tools that they can add to their resource kit for themselves, as well as for you know the clients and patients that they're serving, but you are also a very spiritually grounded woman mm-hmm. who doesn't just you know pray privately, but you show up as an intercessor and pray for others, which I, as another minister and lover of the Lord, really appreciate that you're showing up and doing. And you've taken it a step further by creating a group. Would you like to tell everyone about that? Sure, sure. I um I have a clinician think tank, and, and I have to preference this this way first and then get into the other group. And we did our first retreat, and we went to Refreshing Mountains, right? Mm-hmm. And when we went to this retreat, I noticed we spent most of our time praying. Mm. and 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 we really was trying to get that closeness with God and of course we had all these things like different workshops to help us have better skills in the room but when I sat back and I observed when I really saw the change in us as clinicians is when we came together and we prayed and we touched Mm. the three and it just started coming to me I'm like we need a space because in the clinician think tank we have different religious backgrounds. So we mm-hmm. have some people that don't pray, but we still took the opportunity to do what we knew that worked. And my mind started thinking, and I was like, you know what? We got to have another space. 
So I created the clinician pray and I, my intentions was to keep it very small and intimate, but you can't stop what God wants. Right. Yeah. And, 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 and we come together and we pray and we come together and confess the only name that we can confess. Right. And, and here it is. When we do this, we testify and talk about the change that has happened in our lives. And at first, when we did clinician um, prayer, prayer group, um, every week we were doing it two days a week and it was supposed to be just for a short period of time but when I kept hearing the testimonies from everyone including myself because you know sometimes we'll have things on our list I'm like okay we got the prayer call and then I kept on saying and then after the prayer call I gotta go do this and I kept looking at it as a checkoff but when I sat down and allowed myself to be still and then the the, the empowerment and, and the refuel and the recharge that I got after I hung up, I said, we can't stop this. So what I did was we made it consistent for every Wednesday at 1230, we come together on the prayer line and we pray. Mm. And when I tell you it has blessed me tremendously, um, it has uh, um, blessed my colleagues tremendously to the point that we like, we can't stop this to the point that they they text me afterwards and was like, my goodness, I needed that. And so often we don't realize we need something mm -hmm. until after we received it. And, and, and they just shared like how we do it on Wednesday intentionally because it helped us deal with what we went through Monday to that day. And then the prayer is going to help us get through Wednesday until the end of the week. So exactly. it's all by design, like our midday, midweek prayer to help us get through the home and to get over the home. I appreciate that so much on so many levels because the reality is you do need a boost. Yeah. Um, you need a reminder of how powerful you are and simultaneously to boost into the next part of yourself. And that's pretty much what you're, you're offering when you do that. It's like, listen, we are strong, powerful people. As long as we remind ourselves that we are grounded at the mind of God and we can get all our strength from, you know, from that source and be able to move forward and we'll be able to accomplish great things in the rest of the week if we stay anchored to that mind. Yes, so, yes that anchor is, is, is key. Listen. Anchor in the right thing. Listen, anchor. Yeah. Exactly. I, I really appreciate it. And it makes sense that you would have organically grown into that space because you're right you know as women who are professional who serve every human that we can serve that's willing and ready to to grow and and to heal and to do different things they don't always speak our spiritual love language they may not serve the god that we serve so giving them an option to come into another group and you know if they are serving that god and want to go a little bit further is really good versus and impressing upon every clinician that's in the overall kind of umbrella think yes. tank that you know you're not right if you're not doing it this way but you're yes. saying like here's here's an extended hand there's nothing wrong with where you are and the tools that you're getting right here and 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 every all the love that we're sharing among, amongst each other the intimacy we're creating but if you want to go a little further i have this additional group right over yeah. here where we can come together in prayer i absolutely respect that on multiple levels because you know there's a lot of people who would feel like they can't do that because of their brand yeah right? yes and i know you've seen that both in your professional coach hat you know with your clients as well as just amongst friends that feel like oh well you know my brand isn't that so i gotta be careful child you know what i what i put out there and yeah. i'm sure you hear it a lot Mm -hmm. But we gotta be we, we gotta be mindful for for me mm -hmm. 
when I think about my brand, I got to think about who created my brand, who Mm -hmm. created me. And I always feel that I need to make sure I give him the credit that's deserved. So, and I get it. And I respect everybody, of course, everybody's space. But I was like, I, I, I have to make sure I celebrate who celebrate, who, who created me. You have to live your truth. And that goes back to what we were talking about earlier with love and, right? Like you're like, I'm loving life. I'm living it. And I'm going to be my honest self. I'm going to stand up and be a reflection of everything I believe professionally and personally, which includes your spiritual beliefs. And honestly, Dr. Tina, I think that that is something that is missing from many, many people, especially right now, regardless of what they believe, but some of them are hiding pieces of themselves because they don't think the world can handle it. Right, right, right. And we're we're trying so, so much to fit in. And, and here it is, it's it's so sad that so many people died a copy when they could really have done so many different things to just show how original and awesome they are. But we try to replicate what we see others doing when God has given us our own authenticity to be who he set us up to be. So, and, and, and what happens is that means we got to come out and and not be ashamed to come out and and to express, but I, I get fear. Yeah, I really do. I get it. And it's so crippling to the point that it hinders us from showing our greatness. So true. And fear is useful, right? If we yes. look at like, why am I afraid? What What's mm-hmm. coming up for me? What's that yeah. script? What's that story that yes. is, is literally being drug up from the depth of my Pandora's box inside yes. my soul that yes. is making me feel like I'm not enough. I'm not worthy. I can't, I shouldn't. Why me? You know, whatever that is that's coming up. I think fear can be really useful if we use it to look at the the cracks in our foundation versus, you know, us having it as this, oh, well, you know, that's, that's my boulder right there. I can't get past that. Right. Instead of running from it. Right. Because Mm -hmm. so often we run and here it is. If we know fear is knocking at our door, sometimes we're like, fear is bad timing. I don't think fear has ever come up at the right time for me, but I could (laughs) reach, I could tell you like, but when it comes up, I, I mean, the first inkling is to run, but then I, I challenge my clients to, to turn around and face it mm-hmm. and, and start asking the what and the why and how so we yeah. can actually transform our lives in a space called healing, right? Mm-hmm. Because as long as we're running from something, the more power and control of it that it has of us, and it's almost like two hands just choking us by our neck, not allowing us to breathe. So, yeah. but it's a process, right? It's a process to be able to look fear in the face and deal with it. Hmm. That is a word and a half times 10. So I have to ask you, you know, for you personally or professionally, whichever um, part of this rope you want to pull on, what have you, what do you feel like fear had stopped you from for longer than you would have liked that you were able to push through? Hmm. I think for me, um, when I had a real traumatic event happen in my life, um, my voice was taken from me. Mm. And, and when my voice was taken from me, I realized that I had replaced a lot of my faith with fear. Um, I started thinking that I was no longer good enough. I had actually lost my job. I was a senior healthcare exec for years. And when I lost my job, 
my voice was taken from me because I didn't understand why. And the more I, I sat in my, my, my self-doubt and my pity party, the more that my, my, my strength was taken from me and the more that fear came in, meaning that I didn't want to do leadership anymore. Mm-hmm. I didn't, I didn't want to write. I didn't want to talk. I just wanted to just make it by. It was to the point here I am with a doctorate degree. I was like, I'll go work in a place that I knew my degree succeeded. And that, that doesn't mean that I was better than that place. But I just wanted to just find a place to hide. And and, and it, it, it really took a while for me to get out of that space because I disconnected from my power source, which is God, because I was angry. I was upset. And, you know, the minute that we disconnect, Satan started having a party with my mm-hmm. mind. He was dancing. He was jamming. And he wasn't dancing and jamming by himself. I was dancing right with him. But I, I tell you this, and it seemed like I tell the same story over and over again because it's my truth. I remember being in a car, um, coming from like a, um, a the supermarket or somewhere that I was coming from. And on the radio, it was this song that played, I never seen the righteous forsaken or his seed beg for bread. And all of a sudden, whatever had me bound and whatever was hindering me, I felt like I was being set free. And for me, when I came into the house, I started having a different type of thirst for the word of God. And for me, when I had that level of fear, um, when I, when I, when I, when I felt like, um, all my insecurities was ruling my life, I really had to rest at God's feet. And when I tell you, he renewed me, he restored me to the point now that a lot of stuff that I have written back then, a lot of projects that I put together that I did not release. And I'm talking over 10 years ago, this is my season of release. Mm. And, 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 and it's funny. I said, people are going to go to Amazon and they're going to be wherever the book is and my products are. They're going to be like, oh my God, did she do this overnight? No. What happened was it was a process. And, and, and I didn't even realize that I was in a season of fear until I was talking to my, my interns. And they were like, well, Dr. Scott, you, why are you not doing this? Why you didn't do this? Because they could see the things that I had that I didn't release. So I had to ask myself those questions. Mm-hmm. Why not? Why are they still sitting on the shelf? Why are they not on somebody else's shelf? Come on. And I was like, wow, the fear of not being good enough. And it went back to that time when I lost my job. So I had to do a lot of restoring and 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 and, and really connecting with with God as well as having an awesome support system, which includes my husband, my family. Um, just them pouring into me um, at a time that I like I was going through. No, absolutely. Did you did you find that giving yourself permission to pause and reflect as well as celebrate some of the things that you had already completed, although they might not have been released yet, was was helpful? Was that a part of your process? Well, you know what? Here it is. I don't even know um, at that point. I don't even know if I gave myself permission for anything because I was in such a bad space. Mm -hmm. But when I think about coming out of that space and where I am now, I do give myself permission to pause because it's necessary. Sometimes we want to keep running on that treadmill all day, all night, because we got these goals that we want to be right. But if we don't pause, we wear ourselves out and then we're no good for anyone. And it's important that we take the time to pause, but it's also important to examine 
what we are doing when we pause, right? Exactly. Yes, yes, yes. We got to make sure we're fueling up. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Yes. To to do the greater work. I was going to ask you, what, what are some of the things that you do when you give yourself permission to pause? Sometimes I may just sit. Mm-hmm. It's, it's focused around self-care and, and your body, your body um, pretty much lets you know some areas that needs to need some attention. Right. Yes, it does. And, and I give my, allow myself the space for self-care. And that looks like maybe reading a book, just sitting, doing nothing, but allowing myself to sit, breathe, hear myself breathing, not worrying about what I got to do tomorrow, the next day. Just allow my mind the opportunity to rest. Yeah. And in addition to that, I may hook up with friends like yourself and just like really just chill and just talk. Mm-hmm. Not talk about what project I'm working on. How you doing? Like, right. Let's let's connect, right? Yeah. And you know, I find and here it is. I find that so hard. Um, and you gotta be careful who you connect with because I, I remember. I remember it was a time, right? I was like, okay, well, let me connect with so-and-so. And then when I would sit with them, it, it just didn't seem authentic, right? Right. And then and then they would say something like, Oh, okay, so how can I help you? And I'm like, nah, I just wanted to break bread with you. I, right. I don't I don't need your help. I understand what, what your position is. I understand the 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 juice you have, the power you have to make things happen, but that's not why I came to meet. Yeah. I came to break bread with you just, just to, just to hang out and just to be friends and girlfriends and everything like that. So that was my, my whole thing of connecting, but then sometimes they're like, Oh, cause they're so used to people pulling on them exactly. and something from them. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, Hey, I don't want any of that. Mm-hmm. I just want to break bread with you and enjoy your company. You know what I'm saying? So for me, making time for friends. And you know what my big thing is? Music therapy. Oh, I like a little sound therapy. What's your favorite music therapy? Yes. You know, it can range from gospel music to jazz, R&B. And sometimes I can actually grab music that I haven't even listened to. And it just takes me to a place of just being free. I'll dance, I'll sing, and neither one of them I do well, but it's just my way. <laughs> it's just my way of expressing and just letting letting myself be with no, no with no no shackles or nothing ch- to me. Just allowing myself just to be and not worrying about anybody else, but allowing myself that space to just heal. Um, when I listen to gospel music, though, it just takes me to a place of of gratefulness. Yeah, and, and, and sometimes um, in life, we feel that we have expectations, like mm-hmm. this is supposed to happen in my life. Mm-hmm. And it ha- allows me to, to be grateful and centered and be appreciative of where I am versus having an attitude. Because, you know, at one point we can appreciate the blessings that we have. And then we get into the space of like it's supposed to happen. Entitlement. Yeah. Yes. There mm-hmm. we go. Yes, mm-hmm. That entitlement. Like it's supposed to happen. So when I listen to various music, it also keeps me grounded and keeps me centered because I'm human too. Because sometimes we can expect, you know, just because mm-hmm. I went to school, this is supposed to happen, but that's not the, not the case. So it exactly. keeps me centered. I listen, first of all, I did not know that latter part about you with music. We have so <laughs> much in common. 
Yeah, so much. Because I don't sing or dance well either, honey. But yes. that does not it. stop me. That's yes. right. <laughs> yes. Yes. That is, it's one of my favorite ways to just shake free whatever I might have been feeling tense or, or crazy about. And my husband and my daughter and, you know, the rest of the people around me actually can dance and are very talented. So they look at me like, Lord, you know, help us, co <laughs> yes. cover us from her, you know, that yes. kind of thing. Um, and yes. we just have fun with it because they know I don't care. I'll be standing yes. on the corner and break out <laughs> in yes. a minute. Girl, freedom. Uh, I yes. love it. Oh, my God, Dr. Tina, I could talk to you forever. But I know you have so many other things on your powerful list of helping today. And I want to be respectful of your time. So how can people connect with you to get access to some of your services or your communities or your tools? Most definitely just go to my website, Dr. Tina Scott, um, LPC.com, or just give me a call. Um, my contact information is 215-519-2531. So they could just call the office at any, any time. And however I can be of help, um, whether it's a clinician, whether it's a client, um, just, just reach out to me. Mm -mm. You definitely are going to get that. You know, I, I love referring people to you whenever someone says, you know, a therapist. Yes. Yes, I do. Let yes. me, I got, I got top five people on my list and you are at the top of that. So oh, I'm so you. grateful. Yeah. Thank I'm great. You do good work. Thank you. Thank and, you. Thank look, and you know, I would tell you if you didn't, right? I know, right? It's a, it's a, it's a true ministry, right? Yes. It, it, it doesn't even feel like work. It just feels like a true ministry for me. And, and that's how I know I'm living and walking in my purpose that God has for me because it feels good. And I'm not saying it's all based on feelings. There's no. a lot more to go with it. But I know this is what God has called me to do. And I know all the things that I went through to get here was all mm. worth it. Ooh, honey, that's that's ministry right there. Just yes. in that last sentence. Don't get me started. Yes, girl. Oh, you are preaching. Woo. <laughs> Dr. Tina Scott, I appreciate you so much for carving out this time and this space to hold this safe space for our community as well. We are so grateful for you and all the work that you continue to do in the world. So I send a special prayer and blessing over you right now that God continues to cover and strengthen your family so you can continue to do your greater purpose, which is helping other helpers. I really appreciate that. Thank you so much. Oh, no, you're welcome. Thank you. Thank you for having me. This is all. This is awesome. Life changing. Oh, thank you. <laughs> I'm making little faces, y'all. <laughs> Bounds Bowley listeners, we appreciate you. Thank you so much for carving out this time out of your time to tune in and listen to Dr. Tina Scott and myself, Nikita Thigpen, as we just dove in and shared what mattered most in this moment, which is loving on you and making sure you have another resource in your toolkit when you give yourself permission to pause. I am going to make sure that all of those tools Dr. Tina Scott mentioned, including the adult coloring book, the mindfulness book, and the heartbreak book are listed there and any other tools that she has, because I do believe she has a growing toolkit and many things, hopefully inc including a therapeutic or sound therapy music uh, playlist coming out. She don't know that yet <laughs> but we, we planting seeds y'all so yes, yes. <laughs> I want to make sure that that's there too as well so you guys can connect with her and I have to admit as a, a private testimonial that I've sent quite a few people to Dr. Tina Scott because she is the best and I want you to know that you are getting someone who will not only give you the, the specific tools you need to break through 
whatever that is from a kind of physical, tangible dysfunction, whatever might be interrupting your life, but she will coach you through to the next level of yourself and make sure you are covered in prayer depending on where you are along that. So make sure that you, if you're looking for someone holistic, she is definitely someone that I refer many people to and will continue to because she's doing that work in the world. So I champion her and I want you to follow up with her immediately if you need it. Don't hesitate. She takes insurance, okay? So for all of you who are wondering, she is a clinician. She does go through certain insurance carriers and she also has uh, a pay scale depending on what that looks like as well. Um, and I know that from other sides because I get those questions a lot. Like, wait, does she take insurance? Yes, she's hooked into to many of those things as well. Um, so in the interim, you guys already know the drill. If you like what you heard, make sure you connect with us. Subscribe, rate, and share, and help us ensure that the other ambitiously bold and brave have access to these valuable life, love, and business balance tools. You can connect with me at Ask Nikita on IG, Twitter, Facebook, or YouTube if you just want to tap in and send some questions or, or ask anything. We have a private Facebook group called Selfish, which is right after the name of my new book that just dropped a couple of months ago by the time you guys are hearing this, which I am very excited about. And it's reflective of all the things that Dr. Tina Scott and I were talking about today about really carving out that time to fuel up and fill up and recharge so that you can do the greater work. It is okay to be intentional and to be a little selfish so you can take care of you. We don't have to play semantics about what it is and what you want to call it. Do what you need so you can get the greater work done. So make sure you check that out as well. It's everywhere books are sold. Praise God. Amazon, Barnes and Nobles, you name it, it is there. And uh, ebook and paper book. So make sure you check that out. In the interim, I want you to just go create your balance and create your joy. But remember, do it boldly. 